Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco Realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Hi, Britton. Hey, Matt. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. What should we talk about today? I think we should talk about crazy stuff that happens in inspections. Do crazy things happen in inspections? I mean, it sounds well, about... yes. Yes, it, they do. It sounds as exciting as looking at dry paint. Like, you don't even get to watch it dry. It's already dry. I was okay. going to say that's not how that saying goes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, yeah, last year we had the pleasure of having a, a home inspector, David Milne from Arch Inspection, join us. And he joined us for a couple episodes. Uh, number... 46, 47, and 48. So great episodes. Highly recommend them. And things can go, things can happen. The unexpected can certainly happen on an inspection. This is very true. One of my favorite stories has to do with the Park Hill condo building. It was the former hospital and it was in the Alfred Hitchcock movie Vertigo. That was where Jimmy, um, I almost said Jimmy Swaggart. Jimmy Stewart's character was taken when he had a little bit of a mental breakdown and they took him to that uh, hospital. So a little bit of history there. And there was a buyer there several years ago who insisted upon having an underground storage tank inspection. And a little bit of background about underground storage tanks. They used to be used through in certain parts of the city to store heating oil back when that's how things were heated. And they were obviously underground, hence the underground part of the name. And they can be a huge environmental mess because they often leaked. And so there's still a few that exist, and it's a requirement by city law that if one is discovered, the owner is required to come up with a plan within 30 days to remove it and then remove it and do the necessary environmental remediation. Wait, so hold on. I think underground storage tank. I think, just, you know, not being in real estate, pretending not to be me here, gas station. Yeah, I mean, it, on a smaller scale, it was... But you're saying there are under, other types of underground storage tanks for other uses, and some of them were indeed residential, not just like this big hospital situation. Correct. Okay. So we looked at a house maybe three or four years ago up in Pack Heights that we showed to a client, and there was an underground storage tank there. They discovered it. Um, the house hadn't transferred um, hands in years and years and years, and sure enough, there was an underground storage tank. And so I've shown some really expensive homes with an underground storage tank. Yeah. I mean, many of those homes on that end of town haven't changed hands in generations, and the law did not exist for the removal when the property last changed hands. Right. And so San Francisco has this ordinance, or I don't know if it's San Francisco or California, but it's the owner of the property who's responsible for getting rid of the tank and paying for the remediation. So when you're buying, you always want to have the inspection done. Correct. Because then it becomes the seller's responsibility. But here we have this enormous complex. Park Hill is a 100 plus unit condominium association. Common areas are controlled by the homeowners association technically. Well, not technically, like legally. 
And yet here's some just one buyer of one condo comes along and is like, he insisted upon having an underground storage tank inspection. And, and this was not like during original sale. <clears throat> this was like, I mean, you know, these homes had been sold more than more They'd than once. Sold multiple, multiple times. Yeah. And this guy insisted upon having the underground storage tank inspector come out because he said, well, if one of these things is discovered, there's going to be a special assessment or a huge hit to the reserves. And I want to know. And so everyone scoffed at him because everyone was like, ha, 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 it's never going to happen. And there were five underground storage tanks on the grounds of that property. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. So, yeah, that was one of the unexpected results um, that you sometimes see during a property inspection. Did he buy it or she? I don't know. Would you have? Um... If it wasn't going to cost me a zillion extra dollars in a special assessment down the road. Well, I mean, it's a curious question in the sense that it's going to take longer than a typical escrow to find out how much it's going to cost, um, I would assume. So I'm guessing that... My guess would be that that they walked away. Walked. <laughs> yes. And left the HOA with a very expensive present. Yeah. Five underground storage tanks they must remove. Um, so yeah, that was certainly unexpected. And I think be true to what you need to do in the process. You know, every buyer has different concerns, different risk levels, different resources to take care of those risks. So ask the questions that are important to you. Absolutely. This buyer asked in a question that was really important to them and got an answer no one was expecting. So that is certainly one unexpected inspection. How about another story, Britton? So back very early in my real estate career, I um, met some clients and they got into contract on a place. And this was back in the day when very few sellers did pre-sale inspections. So the buyers got into contract with a, a contingency for inspections. And I offered them my list of vetted, respected, well-known Local inspectors. Oh, wait, the ones you get a cutback from. That's what they thought. So, um, so do you? Absolutely not. So why do you recommend them? Why do we recommend them? We recommend them because they're good, and it doesn't matter who's paying them. They give an honest, thorough opinion about the property. Okay, well, clearly when you said that to this person, that was they just didn't believe you there, and they kept going, and so... Go on. So they got this inspector who they they went for the like to use your phrase it was like the the Bob's your uncle. Yes, um, I was waiting for Bob's your uncle inspections. I had an uncle Bob for uh, Bob's. <laughs> was your, he was he an inspector? No, he was an airline pilot. Oh, oh. He was a fighter pilot in the Marines, and then he was a an airline pilot. Bob's your pilot. Bob's your pilot, and man, did Bob drive like a maniac. He drove cars like he flew fighter jets or whatever he flew. Anyhow. <laughs> So they hired a guy that they found. I don't know where they found him. His fee was cheap. So, um, and he did the most worthless inspection that, I mean, to the point that I pulled the wife aside during the inspection and I sort of said, you know, I don't feel like you're getting a full. I don't feel like you're getting an inspection. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, the, the guy was doing things like, first of all, he was acting like the agents were the enemy. He was acting like, you know, oh, your your agent's not going to like when I say this. And the point is, I mean, not to sound like a Girl Scout, but if there's something wrong with the house, we want to know. So you either get it fixed or don't buy it, period. 
And he was acting like anything negative that he said that I was going to be like, oh, I don't believe him. And I thought, you know, hey, do you you paying for this inspection to find out the condition of the property? And then he was asking the listing agent things like, hey, has this electrical been updated? And the listing agent said, why don't you tell me? And I was completely mortified because... Because you're the one who had to go to the listing agent and say, this is my inspector we've selected. <laughs> uh, it was, I mean, when we're doing inspections, you want someone who knows what they're doing. So here's a flip side of that story. It's not nearly as crazy, but at a risk management seminar years and years ago, the risk management teacher stood up and asked the crowd of us, when you're having a buyer inspect property and the, you know the inspector's there, do you walk with them you know, through the property and... What do you think the the good agent answer is? Well, I remember that seminar. And apparently, according to that guy, the good agent answer is no. You sit down and you read a book. (laughs) (laughs) Which was not the answer I expected, but his reason made sense. Which, is that you're not? Was it that you're not influencing or? Not? Well, it's, it's uh, you can appear to be supervising, right? If you're walking through and you know, as your inspector is going along, saying things, and you're you know nodding or shaking your head or just whatever cues you might unconsciously or you know not even be aware of giving off, but just your presence there because they look to us as you know, kind of like this level of authority and and knowledge in the transaction, so that you know if we're there kind of approving or not approving of, of what an inspector is saying. And it can appear that like we're attempting to supervise or are supervising them. Right. Which is way outside of the scope of what we're qualified to do. Right. Right. Because, you know, I'm not a home inspector, right? Like I, I can look at home parts and tell you what they are and what they do and how they work. And, you know, I own a home, uh, you own a home, you own a real home, <laughs> um, you know, but we're not, General contractors, that's not the scope of our expertise. Right. So. And that, I mean, I remember that seminar and I do stay with my clients. So if they ask me something later, obviously if they say, is that important? I'm not going to be the one to make that call, but I'll stay with them as they go through the house. But I try to just be a blank slate. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think after that risk management seminar, I try to say something you know, like, you know, this this is whoever, you know, I'm not here to supervise them, but I'm going to follow along just, you know, for whatever reason, because mm-hmm. that's my job. And sometimes they don't like it, right? Sometimes I've had clients that just, you know, want me to wander off and, and feel like they can have a more candid, you know, conversation about the property. Like, I've actually had clients who, like, were afraid to say something negative about it around me for fear that, like, it was going to upset me. Right. Like they could be more candid if if I wasn't there, which was really weird. But everybody brings their thing. Everybody does. Everybody. So how did this work out with uh, the get what you pay for? Well, they bought the place and it was so long ago. I don't think there were any credits or anything. And not two weeks after we closed escrow, something failed. And no, actually, something failed before they closed escrow, and yeah. that was the home inspection. Was it, was it the hot water heater? No, I mean, I felt really bad, but it was just kind of like, you know, and to be fair, inspectors don't investigate. I mean, they'll look at the hot water heater, but you can't always tell. I mean, hot water heaters work until they don't. There's usually not much of a of a warning. Isn't that a true statement? Yes. So speaking of other uh, inspector fails... 
we've had written inspection reports come back that read perfectly lovely, except that they described the wrong property. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. The one that comes to mind was the single family home in Bernal. And it had a sort of a cosmetically updated kitchen, but not structurally or functionally. It was not a, or, was not a swanky kitchen. And there had been like no electrical upgrades or, I mean, just, it was very minimal. And the inspection report talked about the vinyl flooring and there was not vinyl flooring. It had the original wood floors. It talked about a countertop material that was not there. There were tile counters. I think I had those old like 1930s, like one piece counters where the sink was like the cast iron counter, like sink cast yep. with the counter. Like, I don't even think there were cabinets was another giveaway. Like you talked about the cabinets and like this kitchen didn't even have cabinets. It had like the counter, the stove, a table, someplace to plug in the fridge. And he <laughs> talked about the dishwasher and there was no dishwasher. And we had, I mean, we had used this guy a bunch of times and he had always done a super bang up job. And that was the last time we used him because that's like when you, when you screw up that badly, it's like, what, what? See, I, I think that's an interesting story in the sense that it kind of proves, at least in, in the case of you and I and Jackson Fuller Real Estate, that we want really good inspectors because, you know, here was an inspector who could clearly send out a report that said anything. Um, and that was our problem with them. Right. And, you know, versus, and like, that's the kind of report that a certain someone thought we were absolutely going to give them off of our recommended list. Well, and then we had another inspector looked at a little tiny condo for us in one of the downtown high rises. And I got the report from him on, it was pretty late at night. It was, um, <laughs> what you saying? And the address was wrong. And I looked at the report and it had the buyer's name on it. It had my name on it. And it had the wrong address, but it had the right basic description. But then it talked about the wall paneling and there was no wall paneling. And it talked about, there was something else, like it's talked about like the, you know, radiant heat or something. And there was not radiant heat. It was just. Right building, wrong unit. <laughs> something like that. Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> I mean, you need to trust that your inspector has his or her stuff together. Yes. Yes, you do. You do. So it's, it's interesting. Like we know inspectors that walk around with devices and they're like checking little things off like their PDA, iPhone, iPad, app, whatever it is. Then you've got other folks that it's, you know, like notes. We've got some that have cameras, some that have video cameras, a lot of different styles to home inspection. Totally. All right. So any other crazy stories to wrap this one up on? I think that's a good start. All right. Uh, so, the unexpected home inspection. There you have it. Escrow Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco Realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Wow.